not just one vector killing black people, it's five or six different vectors. It's in the food, it's in the vaccines, it's in the medicine, it's in the psychiatric drugs. Oh, and let's get to the food because this is the final chapter of this that will absolutely shock you. Now, you're, you're hopefully aware of genetic engineering of the food supply, right? They're called GMOs or genetically modified organisms. This is a, an advanced science technique to alter the DNA of food crops in order to build in certain traits and physical properties or even chemical properties that the scientists want to put into the food. Now, I'm going to explain to you how your food is now being weaponized as an extermination vector to eliminate black lives. All right. Now, I'm a food scientist. I'm the author of Food Forensics. It achieved the number one best-selling science book on Amazon.com. I'm the co-author of science papers that have been published in mainstream science journals. I'm, I'm not uh, just a, a casual layperson when it comes to food science. I run a mass spec laboratory that's ISO accredited, validated, audited, inspected, passed many, many tests. Our data can be used in a court of law anywhere around the world. We do food analysis. We can search for uh, complex molecules such as pesticides or elements such as mercury or cadmium. So I, I run the lab. I am the lab science director. I know a thing or two about food science. Now, what they have invented, when I say they, I'm talking about the genetic engineers. Not only have they found a way to put these genetically engineered traits into food crops, they've now found a way to cause food crops to grow RNA fragments that can be specifically targeted like bioweapons to interfere with physiological processes of targeted species that might eat the food. Now this technology is called RNA interference technology. It's relatively new uh, compared to GMOs, relatively new. It's being touted now as a technology to eliminate the use of pesticides because what they're saying is they can cause a corn crop to grow RNA fragments that will kill the insects that eat the corn without having to use pesticides like toxic chemicals that overload the insect nervous system and kill it from the nervous system breakdown and so on. This RNA interference technology is a pesticide technology, but it doesn't rely on pesticide chemicals. It relies on RNA fragments in the food. Now, what's disturbing about this is that this technology can be fine-tuned to target a specific race of humans who eat the food. I want you to follow me very carefully on this because most people have never heard of this before. They've never heard of this technology. They don't know it can be targeted by race. Food crops can be engineered right now based on existing technology to cause infertility in black people alone. That technology is a reality. It's actually it's widely covered out there in the mainstream media, in the science media, RNA interference technology is widely covered. And they openly talk about how it can be used to target specific physiological processes of certain insect species. They can interfere with uh, uh, DNA repair or protein synthesis in insects. They can interfere with fertility or reproduction. They can interfere with uh, mobility, a nervous system interaction with, with the musculoskeletal system or depending on what animal we're talking about, other systems, endoskeleton systems. I ask you, does that technology exist? The answer is yes. It absolutely exists right now. Are they using that technology? I ask you, do a little bit of research, 
Look at the plummeting sperm production in black men. Sperm production is plummeting in black men. Sperm production is precisely the kind of physiological process that can be targeted by RNA interference technology. Now is that proof that the food crops are being engineered to cause sperm production to plummet in black men? No, it's not proof. But when you connect the dots of all the other things that are being done covertly, this becomes something very likely in the realm of possibility. It would take a lot of advanced testing to find this out. And guess who controls the funding? Guess who controls nearly all the science funding in America today? The federal government. The same government that allows the CDC to cover up the truth about vaccines and black children. The same government that funds Planned Parenthood abortions of black babies. The same government that covers up the EPA-induced contamination of waterways affecting Native Americans and other populations, including the Flint, Michigan, predominantly black population. This government, same government that runs the FBI, that won Martin Luther King Jr. to commit suicide. This is it's the same government. The government is at war with you if you're if you're black and you're watching this the government is at war with you and they want you to exterminate it and they control the science funding which means there will never be money for any genetic science of the food supply to uncover this truth if it were there it would be covered up like everything else has been covered up this entire time just like the Tuskegee experiments covered things up in the 1930s nothing has changed except the technology is more advanced the covert technology is more covert. The number of vectors through which they can kill you and cause you to have no children, cause you to have spontaneous abortions, the number of vectors is increasing. You are being targeted. And like I said earlier, to some extent we're all being targeted. But black people are being targeted more than anyone else. So... What do we do with all this information? What do we do? Uh, do, you, do you take to the streets and bash heads? No. It doesn't, it doesn't get you anywhere. The problem is the consolidation of power in the institutions of science and medicine. The problem is that science has been taken over by globalist agendas and depopulation agendas and government funding. The problem is that we don't have a decentralization of science. The problem is, if you will allow me to even invoke this terminology, the problem is that we are all slaves to science tyranny as it is being operated today. We're all slaves. We're living under a science dictatorship that refuses to tell us the truth and yet targets our brothers and sisters, our children, our grandchildren with extermination agendas through medicine, through food, like everything we've talked about. That's the problem. We need independent science. We need decentralization. We need more labs, like my lab, that I operate independently. We don't take any government money. That's why I can tell you this truth. You think if I were on the payroll of some big corporation that used government money, do you think I could stand here and tell you this truth? No way. Not a chance. It would yank your funding so fast, cover it up, sweep it under the rug. I can only stand here today because I have no financial ties to the system that's murdering all of you. 
nor will I ever have financial ties to that system. I refuse to take money from satanic forces. I refuse to take money from murderous regimes. And that's what, that's what the United States government is today. It is a murderous regime. And it has been that way under President Obama, President Bush. It's beyond any single president. It has nothing to do with Trump. It's the bureaucracy, the, the momentum of genocide that is endemic in the culture of the CDC, in the culture of the FDA, in the culture of the EPA, that is beyond the reach of any one candidate or any one politician. And it, it has persisted for generations and it continues to persist and it will continue to target you and murder you and cause you disease and cause you brain damage and cause your children autism until the day comes that we the people decide to stand up and take back our liberty from this murderous regime that commits murder and genocide in the name of science and medicine and that is what we must do I don't think it's a goal that can be achieved through violence and I don't call for violence because that is being afflicted against us in far too many ways. It must start with awareness. And so the only thing I ask of you watching this, listening to this, even if you don't believe every chapter of the talk here, maybe you find some of them hard to believe so far. The only thing I ask of you is share this information. Share this video. Share this talk have a public viewing in a church. Maybe you've got a black church somewhere. Invite your congregation to watch this, if you dare. If you want to know the truth about this from a, from a scientist, an independent scientist who sees what's happening and refuses to be silent and refuses to be, a, uh, to be exploited by the, the evil that exists in our world, the murderous evil in the name of science, stealing life away from black families and black mothers and pursuing a goal of global extermination through medicine and science. It's, it's, we, we cannot stand for it. We must change our future together. And we're not going to do that, by the way, by fighting with each other over skin color or race. Do not let the system divide us because the system is actually murdering us, but they're trying to keep us distracted in the meantime. They want black and white to fight against each other in the streets, don't they? <laughs> you better believe they do. They want you to not trust each other because they are the murderers. They, the system, they're murdering us all to one extent or another, but they want us to be too busy bashing each other over the head with, with baseball bats to pay attention to the real murder that's taking place on the bigger scale, the global scale of murder and genocide. Don't allow yourself to be distracted. Do not fall into the depths of racial hate for any, any, anyone. Don't, don't hate someone because of their skin color or their, their background, religion, sexual orientation, anything. Understand that it's we, the people, versus the system of murder and genocide, that the, the scientific dictatorship that has in one way or another targeted us all. So we, the people, must stand together unified, regardless of our race, unified with the, the knowledge and awareness that we have a right to live and we have the right to have families, and we have the right to know the truth.